Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Welcome back. Here we are. How y'all doing? Doing Doing all right. That's good. Good. You got a lot to get you caught up on on this Wednesday. Can you believe it's February already? Uh, It feels like just yesterday. It was November 2021. Oh my goodness. Look at that. (laughs) January was a very long month. Was it? It felt that way. Uh, You can do pottery with Seth Rogen at an Airbnb. We'll have the story coming up. Also, Paul Rudd's Secret to Eternal Youth. And it is all over for Dr. Phil. Lots to get you caught up on. The first E! News of the day is coming up straight ahead. First, let's check the roads. We got Denise Johnson standing by here with your latest Q102 traffic. And Paul Rudd's secret to eternal youth. Get to both those stories here in a bit. But first, let's begin this hour's E! News with Seth Rogen this morning. (laughs) Seth Rogen. So he's teamed up with an Airbnb, and he's going to offer a night at a, quote, artistic retreat in Los Angeles. He's going to hang out with you and do some pottery. And you I'm, sure? And I'm sure. You, you sure it's pottery? Well, you might be doing pottery while smoking pot. But uh, I'm sure, yeah, for you know, sure. I don't know if the pottery is kind of if he's being clever yeah. or oh, yeah. what. Uh, he has a company called Houseplant where he sells cannabis accessories, a lot of which he makes himself. So he does do pottery. He said, we founded Houseplant because people who smoke weed also like nice things and that didn't really exist in this way before. You used to hide everything, but now we have beautiful lighters and ashtrays meant to be displayed. And they're all in this beautiful Airbnb. He said, it's really come full circle. So what he's going to do, he's going to host three one-night stays, each for two people on February 15th, 16th, and 17th. Each night costs $42. Oh, we should go. Is we it? can afford that. Isn't that crazy? That's a lot cheaper than staying at Kevin Costner's house. Sure yeah, it's is. It's a lot cheaper than staying at our Airbnb. Yeah. Sorry, Kevin. <laughs> so you could try to reserve one of those nights when booking opens on Saturday at 1, but the listing says, quote, no cannabis-based products will be made available or provided to guests during the stays. <laughs> wink, Boo. wink. But that doesn't mean you can't bring your own or that Seth won't bring anything for himself. Yeah, right. So I heard an interview with him once that he says he's never not high, like unless he's sleeping, I guess. Like he just is just always. keeps it going. That's his state. Where does Seth go? 
<laughs> slipped out back. What you got there? Hmm. All right, quick break. Uh, Paul Rudd's secret to eternal youth, and it looks like it may be over for Dr. Phil. Warner Brothers announced that the Batman 2 starring Robert Pattinson will be released in October of 2025. <laughs> Not to be outdone, Marvel just announced that there's eight new movies coming out tomorrow, and you have to see them all. Kids missed about 35% of a normal year's worth of learning during the coronavirus pandemic. Said kids, oh my God, that's more than half a year. <laughs> Guys, get this. I read that Whole Foods is asking suppliers to lower their prices. Ooh. Yeah, we've gotten to the point where even Whole Foods can't afford Whole Foods. <laughs> the UK announced uh, plans to improve its environment and hopes to restore at least 1.2 million acres of wildlife habitat to protect rare species like hedgehogs and red squirrels, because if those die out, it could mean the end of the traditional English breakfast. We just had a little brief off-air conversation about what we had for dinner last night, and I think I got a little endorphin rush just now. Oh, wow. (laughs) Talking about food. It's 640, mix of sun and clouds today, temperatures in the teens this morning, high of 34. Right now it's 18, and a little later we'll talk about what we're going to have for dinner later. (laughs) I already know. (laughs) Already planning. Hmm. Well, Paul Rudd looks amazing for his age. Yeah. What is he, early 50s? He has revealed what his secret is. <laughs> I'm doomed. Eight hours of sleep. Oh. He well, did an interview. Yeah, I know. Screwed, right? That's a lot of sleep. It is a lot. Of, I would love it. I do. I, the way that I feel on the weekends when I actually do get eight hours of sleep, is it's just mm-hmm. a whole nother world. Yeah. I'm a whole nother person. I would ideally like... Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Week seven, that seems to be what my body seems to enjoy it, you know, at optimum what it needs. levels, mm-hmm. right? But any more than that, it just seems to make me tight. It doesn't seem to do me any good for mm. some reason. Well, he did an interview for Men's Health, and this is what he said. He said, uh, eight hours of sleep, then diet, then weights, then cardio. Most important part of training is sleep. People will set their alarm and then sleep for four hours, and they'll get up so that they can train. He said, they're doing themselves a disservice. I get up, and I have a cup of coffee, and then I do cardio before I do anything, before I eat anything. Before you eat anything. Yeah, before you you eat anything. Mm -hmm. Fasted cardio, it's a thing. Mm. That's cool. He said, I never would have done that before Ant-Man. He said, I lift weights, hopefully at least three times a week. Paul is very well aware that that is not sound appealing to a lot of people. (laughs) But he insists he, you know, he does it not because he finds the routine comforting. He said, exercising and having a good diet makes him feel less like an imposter when playing Ant-Man. That's funny. Well, you know, the costume. You want to look the part. I mean, that's part of the job, right? Yeah, and the costume is quite fitting. 
So he eats eggs every day, a lot of salmon, and drinks protein shakes that are just protein and water. I love and eggs. Fruit. And I love salmon. Yeah. I don't know about the shakes, though. I think if you put, like, depending on the flavor, like maybe if it's chocolate, it might be easier to... I have a pretty drink. good chocolate protein powder yeah. that I use, and it does. If I put it in there with almond milk, especially if it's like unsweetened vanilla almond milk, and then put some fruit in there, it's more like a milkshake. I also like it really cold. Mm-hmm. You know, it has if it's, to be. If it's yeah. got a ton of ice in it, it's a lot easier to swallow. Yeah, but he 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 will not do fruit in the in the shake. I guess huh? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. too much sugar. Hmm. Well, Doctor Phil is coming to an end after the current season. Which, which is fine. Which will conclude this <laughs> yeah. spring. Honest How many God, years now? I, I don't even know when it's on or what channel Same. it's on. It was on Channel 5 for years in the afternoon. I want to say like at 3 or 4 o'clock or something before Ellen. And then I don't. It's it, not anymore, it's right? It's on Channel 12 now, I, I don't think. Need, oh, I think is it's it? Here, here's the thing with Dr. Phil is you can put, let's say you're flipping through. You get it on. It, it hooks you in for a second. You're like, oh, that's kind of interesting. It's coming up. Everything they do on that show is coming up. Mm. A lot of teases. Yeah, a lot of teases. And you're like, oh, I'll sit through this and see what this is all about. Then you've wasted an hour because that show really should only be 11 minutes long. Yeah. yeah. I've never been a fan of his. Like, remember when he was on Oprah? Mm-hmm. He just was so loud and overbearing. Well, that's where he got his start. The show debuted in 2002 after he got his start on the Oprah Winfrey show in the 1990s. Um And she found him because I guess he was like, uh, he helped her legal team when she was being sued by the meat. Was it the red meat? The Texas beef lobby down Uh, there for saying that uh, she hated meat or that meat was bad to eat or something like that. They went after her legally. And so she had this this major multi-million dollar lawsuit on her hands. And he was on the legal team that helped select jurors, apparently. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't know, they got to know each other and... She started having him on his on her show every Tuesday. He would be like a guest or something, and then he eventually got his own show. He was so preachy, though. I feel like I used to watch it in the beginning, but I didn't, not for long. Yeah. Well, nobody likes to be preached to or told what to do. But we do have Cash Me Outside. I think that was one of the best things that came out of Dr. Phil. Yeah, we got her out of it. Cash Me Outside, Mm -hmm. jerk girl. Yeah, made her a multimillionaire. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Phil says, with this show, we've helped thousands of guests and millions of viewers through everything from addiction and marriage to mental wellness and raising children. Uh, he added, quote, this has been an incredible chapter of my life and career. Uh, but while I'm moving on from daytime, there's so much more I wish to do. Back in the day when he was just doing the Tuesdays on Oprah, he was the keynote speaker at a morning radio show convention that I attended in New Orleans. I don't think you were there for that. Uh, I wasn't. I missed that one. And and he was just one of the guys. He was just hanging around. Yeah, he did did a really great speech. And, uh, you know, and then he went on and became the franchise that he is today. Wow. Yeah. He was more motivational then, though, less preachy. I'd agree with that. Wow. Right. Well, Bad Boys 4... I didn't realize there was a three. <laughs> is officially happening. Will Smith posted a video where he drives to Martin Lawrence's house to tell him it's on. Then they have this funny exchange where they realize that the third movie was called Bad Boys for Life, which would have been a better title for this one, you know, oh, because yeah. four is like the number four. 
See, I think this is all part of the Will Smith I'm trying to make a comeback tour because a lot of people love his character from that movie. And I was I watched the Instagram video and he seems very like carefree and just, you know, fun. Like we used to see Will Smith before the Oscar slap. Mm. Yeah, I think he had a moment. Mm-hmm. I think he had a very big, bold, dramatic, bad moment. That <laughs> doesn't mean he's a bad guy, right? He's just trying to come back from it. Yep. So Bad Boys for Life came out in 2020. The original Bad Boys came out in 1995. Bad Boys 2 was released in 2003. Bad Boys oh. was a good so it's movie old. when it came out. I mean, that's 28 years ago that the Dang. original came out. Really? Yes. Oof. UltimateClassicRock.com has put together video clips of when artists kicked a fan out of a show for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was one time like Dave Grohl kicked a guy out for fighting. Uh, another time when Angus Young of ACDC had a beer tossed on him. Uh, so he grabbed the guy's nose before he got tossed. Uh, the the lamest ousting was probably Axl Rose when he was running Guns N' Roses without the original lineup. And here he is inter- interrupting a huge concert just to throw a guy out that had, of all things, a Guns N' Roses t-shirt on. that work out when you're you're a paying customer you're wearing a guns and roses t-shirt because you love guns and roses you're going to see axel rose and not only do you get kicked out so you're out that money and they took your shirt (laughs) yeah that's my shirt i paid for that shirt (laughs) here's the time during an acoustic nirvana song when kurt cobain this is a long time ago uh kurt cobain saw a guy groping a woman in the crowd Kurt Cobain threw down his guitar, pointed the guy out to security, and the entire band laughed at him while he was being escorted out. Cop on the field, anybody? How's it feel, huh? Look at him, look at him, huh? Look at him, look at him, huh? Yeah. So that's just a handful of occasions that they highlight ultimateclassicrock.com. Bunch of video clips. You can see them for yourself. Speaking of rock and roll. Let's go. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. You know, it seems like every year they're nominating more artists that are outside the actual rock genre. Like there was a big stink, you know, just over Dolly Parton. Some people thought that she had no business being, she even said she didn't want, you know, she didn't feel like she had earned it, but they insisted. I think that's okay. But when you think about some rock, actual rock bands that are not in it. Because these other people are getting a spot instead. I'm cool with Dolly, but what about, you know. Journey or whoever be is in not there. in there. Yeah. Eminem is another one. Uh, LL Cool J is another one that kind of raised some eyebrows. Well, nominees for the class of 2023 are going to be announced tomorrow, and they released a new mission statement that sounds like it might be an attempt to head off any criticism over their choices. They said, born from the collision of rhythm and blues, country and gospel, rock and roll is a spirit that is inclusive and ever-changing. 
The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame celebrates the sound of youth culture and honors the artists whose music connects us all. Mm. Can't disagree with that. Yeah. So basically they're saying we're going to induct whoever we want. Yeah. (laughs) Last year there was an article out of the most overlooked artists who are not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Ozzy Osbourne, Dave Matthews, Joe Cocker, Judas Priest, Soundgarden, Motha Hoople, Motorhead. Those are just some that are not. Not mm. in there. Some of those wow. I'm okay with, Probably though. should be. <laughs> Rich is very excited that they just announced the Dave Matthews Band concert for this summer. I mean, honestly, they probably should be there. They're not yeah. my band, but man, I mean, they've done a lot of great things. Dave Matthews Band, no offense, shouldn't be before Ozzy Osbourne right. or Judas Priest. Right. But there's but they, just some giant rock bands that you think. You know, yeah. should be they in be there. before Dolly Parton? Ozzy Osbourne for sure. Yeah. No offense to Dolly, I love yeah. her, but come on. Ozzy. As a part of Black Sabbath? Yeah. Meanwhile, Ashton Kutcher is in a tough spot this morning. His friend and that 70s show co-star Danny Masterson is up on rape charges. You probably heard this. Obviously, he's very conflicted about this. And in a new profile in Esquire magazine, he says he wants Danny to, quote, be found innocent of the charges brought against him, but not if he's guilty. So it's more that he hopes Danny is innocent. He hopes, yeah, he hopes he didn't do it. And it sounds like he believes he is. They're even still in touch. Uh, But Ashton adds, quote, ultimately, I can't know. I'm not the judge. I'm not the jury. I'm not the DA. I'm not the victim. And I'm not the accused. And so in that case, I don't have a space to comment. I just don't know. Uh, But ironically, on that 70s show, Danny was the industry veteran amongst that entire young cast, and he's the one who kind of kept all of them in line behind the scenes. Oh, really? Yeah. Ashton says Danny told the rest of them, quote, one effing rule, don't do anything effing stupid and F this up. Because if you F it up, you F it up for everybody. Wow. So you read all about it in this current issue of Esquire magazine. He also mm. talks about his life and career, his relationships with Mila Kunis and Demi Moore, and much, much more. Yeah. Going to hmm. have to read that one. Mm-hmm. For sure. All right. Alec Baldwin officially charged with an involuntary manslaughter. We saw that coming, but now it is official. All right. And Giselle Bunchen is going to talk in depth about her split from Tom Brady in an upcoming Vanity Fair cover story. Ooh. Hmm. So it's coming. That sounds it's juicy. Coming. It's coming. Is she going to say she's dating the jiu-jitsu, jiu-jitsu. guy? Jiu-jitsu. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Just wanted to say that word. It's a major I know, right? announcement. Mm-hmm. In Pamela Anderson's new memoir, Love, Pamela, she says that her doing the Borat movie upset her husband, Kid Rock, so much that he called her a whore. I started watching this yesterday. I'm about halfway through, and it's actually really good. Her son, I think Brandon, uh, is one of the producers or directors on it. Mm -hmm. It's pretty good. Yeah, he divorced her immediately. Kid Rock divorced her immediately after that went down. But in her new Netflix documentary, it's called Pamela, A Love Story. She's reading quickly out of old journals and uh, catches herself talking about waking up at Mario Van Peebles' house and then leaving for Scott Bayo's. I woke up at Mario's and went home to change, went to Scott's. I'm sorry. That's weird. Well, she has like all of these, I guess when she started it, when she was a younger 
like girl, she would journal or just write stuff down all the time. Yeah, so like she this has is what I did today. She yeah. has these gigantic totes full of just her life. Yeah. Later, while in a relationship with surfer Kelly Slater, she marries Tommy Lee and has to break it to Kelly. <laughs> Why would I even write that down? Because God forbid you do a documentary one day in your life and find out what kind of a whore you are. <laughs> I was dating Kelly Slater at the time, and I was supposed to go see him in Florida and meet his family. My first phone call was him to tell him I was married. He said, Tommy, he's like, what? That was horrible. Yeah. They got married four days, and they it's so interesting because they are, of course, known for their sex tape, but the amount of documentation that they would do, I guess they would just constantly walk around with camcorders and film each other all the time, just making eggs, yeah. mm-hmm. just doing stupid stuff. God, what was that like for her son, though, I wonder? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. That? It kind of, sh- they. I mean, they're both featured in the show. There's like a point where she's talking. So you hear from him, he speaks? Well, the, yeah, they both, I mean, they don't really talk about like that part of it. She talks a lot about the Tommy stuff because, you know, she was abused by Tommy. And so she kind of talks about that. But mm. she also shows the kids like all of this old footage of them being babies. And that's kind of a very sweet moment. Mm. All right, that is your latest E-News. We'll have more for you coming up after 7 o'clock. In the meantime, straight ahead, we got three headlines for you. Two of those headlines are fake. One headline is real. If you can guess the real headline, we're going to set you up with a pair of tickets to Fall Out Boy, which goes down in July at Riverbend. And four tickets to the Bridal Rama Winter Showcase at the Duke Energy Center this weekend. So we'll get that set up coming up. Next, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. First, let's check the roads. We got Denise Johnson, and she's standing by with your latest Q102 traffic. Ashley. Hi, how are you? Good. Welcome to Jeff and Jen's Faker for Real. How about yourself? I am doing pretty good. Good, good. good. Well, we want to send you to see Fall Out Boy. We want to send you to Bridal Rama. We just want to take over your entire social calendar. That sounds awesome. All you got to do is tell us which one of these headlines is the real one. Is it A, university janitor fired after getting caught sniffing football players' dirty jock straps? Is it B, volleyball coach fired for kicking umpire in the crotch after questionable call? Or C, a basketball coach was fired for impersonating a 13-year-old player in a game? Um, I'm going to go with C. You are right. It yeah. is. Yay! Good work. Good job. Yeah, this sounds like the plot of an old 80s movie which wouldn't actually happen in real life but evidently it did two weeks ago the assistant coach of a girls jv basketball team in virginia entered the game herself (laughs) as a player okay how'd she how how do you pull that off her name is arlisha boinkins and she's 22 years old she was impersonating a 13 year old who happened to be out of town i think she was like on a tournament or something and wasn't able to play okay there's video online of arlisha playing in the game and she was not worried about staying under the radar man i mean she was balling yeah and after word got out that arlisha was canned by the school Several other coaches, including the head coaches of the JV and varsity teams, were also let go. Wow. The girls on the team decided to opt out of the rest of the season. Uh, The dad of the 13-year-old was not amused. The the dad of the 13-year-old who was being impersonated was not amused. 
Uh, here he is just kind of laying into the school. Coaches, you know, always preach to these kids about integrity and those type of things. So I was just shocked. I, I just need, you know, an apology, you know, because I haven't yet received one from, you know, the overseer of the program or nothing. You know, he just came out and just told us the stipulations of what was going to happen. But there was no apology. Yeah, I wouldn't hold his breath. I mean, did they not have enough players? I mean, and she had to step in or? Or was she like you the know, best player? Yeah. She seemed to they think just... they had the best shot with her <laughs> on the court, I guess. Wow. Yeah. So coming up, uh, are you more likely to take advice from from a friend or an expert? Also, we know what Bigfoot really is. News that didn't make the news is coming up next. Remember the old days when you used to be able to make up a password and the internet was like, hey, that sounds like a dandy. What you go with that first one you thought of? Not just insults you as you're trying to type it? Weak. Oh, you're an idiot. Why don't you throw a few numbers in there so you forget it in the morning? Oh, is that what I'm supposed to do? Now I got over 14 passwords floating around the internet. I have no idea what goes with what. After like six tries, I'm like, oh, well, guess I'm not banking with Chase anymore. Say <laughs> the whole Wells Fargo trend. Don't click forgot password. That doesn't help. You click forgot password, that'll just send you down a wormhole of personal questions you don't remember the answers to. <laughs> Son of a beach blanket. What's wrong? Oh, they're going to shut off my cable if I can't remember my mother's second favorite kindergarten subject. <laughs> Yeah. All right. It's 721. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. That was Lachlan Patterson on Internet Passwords, which we thought was appropriate since today is officially National Change Your Password Day. Hmm. This being the 1st of February of 2023. We are Jeff and Jen, and here is your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. All right. Let's say you were choosing a new brand of baby food. Uh, how would you make that decision? Would you ask your friends or maybe read reviews from nutritionists? I would probably do a combination of both. Look at yeah. the label, see what the hell's in it. Sure. Yeah, because there's just that big story about lead and baby food. Oh, Yeah. But, I don't often ask other people, though, like, what are you eating? Yeah. What are you feeding? Yeah. Uh, and if you're looking to invest money, do you ask your parents <laughs> or consult a financial advisor? See, I've been in this position. It depends on how well off your parents are. Yeah. What, <laughs> what, is, what the heck do they know? You know, if your parents are doing well and they're like, you're going to talk to Ed. Ed's going to take you. <laughs> yeah. Ed's going to set everything up for you. I would probably go to the wealthiest people I know and ask them. <laughs> right. <laughs> people who's good. Well, you got to be careful with that because a lot of wealthy, smart people got mixed up with Bernie Madoff. And that That's happens true, too. all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I would probably ask you, Jeff. I'd be like, Jeff, what do you think I should do? You were the one that got me involved in my 401k to begin with. <laughs> so like, I'd like to introduce you to a, this is a 401k. He was like, Fridge, it's free. It's like, a, there's a company match. Like, you are dumb for not doing it's this. It's free money. I would never call you dumb. I mean, you kind of were like, what? Why? But it is interesting at the end of the year when you get your tax statement or your last pay stub and you can look and see how much that the 
the company contributed, and you're yeah. like, wow, that's oh. like, wow, sweet, yeah. free money, a little extra there. Uh, a new study has found that people are 50% more likely to listen to the advice of friends and family, however, uh, more than they would, say, an expert in the field. Uh, it's a concept called social proof. Uh, social proof is a phrase that was first coined back in 1984. It refers to the wisdom of friends, the excessive influence a person's social circle may have on their decisions, even if their opinions are limited and anecdotal. Uh, it's not a new thing, but it could be even more prevalent now with social media. I'm sure you've seen someone ask for advice on a really big decision only to get some pretty questionable responses from mm -hmm. the people they know. Mm -hmm. Well, behavioral scientists say that we tend to prefer advice from friends and family because we instinctively trust them and believe that they have our best interests at heart. Plus, if we follow the advice of our social circle, we may feel more reassured and supported in that decision. And then there's also simplicity bias. Simplicity, and bi simplicity bias is preferring a simple opinion rather than digging through an answer that has more complexity, even if the complex one is more informed, realistic, and balanced. Uh, but in a separate poll, 28% of people say they deliberately avoid seeking advice from experts in favor of going with the opinion of friends and family. But half of the people in the poll say they've actually stopped being friends with someone because they gave them really bad advice. And 40% admit that they later wish they had sought more expert advice before making a big life decision. But to Jen's point about, you know, if, if you're seeking financial advice, you know, you go to the wealthiest people you people know. People who have been successful yeah, at it. I, and I also think it's in the delivery of how they dispense that advice. Because if they say, well, uh, I used this or I did that or I tried this and it, and it really worked for me and here's how it worked, then you, I think that's a more informed decision than just going with what Jeff said because Jeff said. Yeah. yeah. But and that's you know how, Jeff. But that's how all those people got involved with Bernie was from a friend of a friend. It's like that's right. exactly mm -hmm. how they were told. Mm -hmm. It's like that's Do their own due diligence. They got in trouble. That's absolutely true. I'm the questioner. I'm going to ask every single buddy, every person. I'm going to investigate. You're going to take gonna a click poll. on that. I'm going to read a book. I'm going to do a search. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And then I'm going to follow my gut. Yeah. yeah. I'm Which gonna one? Do the research and then do you. what I thought I was yeah. going to do mm -hmm. first anyway. That makes right. sense. All right. If you believe in Bigfoot, this might rock your world. For the rest of us, it's kind of the obvious answer, but... This new study may have figured out what Bigfoot really is, and the answer is something that definitely does exist. A data analyst took a list of all the, the reported Bigfoot sightings in the U.S. You know, they put little pins on them. And they compared it to different animal populations throughout the world. Cocaine bear? <laughs> and it's cocaine bear. <laughs> no, it's not cocaine bear. Uh, it turns out that the spots with the most sightings also tend to have the most bears in that geographical area. Is it a specific type of bear, like a grizzly bear or a black bear? It is specifically black bears. Hmm. And the link between the two was so strong, he even put a number on it. There is an average of one Sasquatch sighting for every 900 black bears in any given area. And if you've ever seen a black bear walk around on its hind legs, 
Especially if it's walking through the trees. Like, it does look oddly human. It does. It swings its arms like that. Yeah. There, there was a bear in New Jersey that went viral for doing it a while back. It was really fascinating. Texas and Florida were the only states where his formula didn't work. Uh, those two states actually don't have that many bears, but they still had Bigfoot sightings, so it's not clear what those people are seeing. Mm. Uh, but he also tried to use his formula to figure out what the Loch Ness Monster is, but he hasn't had any success there yet. One theory is, is like a giant eel. That'd be a really big eel. He says the odds of an eel being that big hanging out in Loch Ness are... And how long do eels live? Zero. Loch That's Ness why is, it's so big. I know. Nessie's been there a long years. time. Yeah. I don't like eels. They freak me out. You don't like eels? No. Same. I don't know. It's like I, there's something about freshwater eels that just freak me out. Like when you go to the zoo and you see them, and they also have that big eel exhibit at the Newport Aquarium. I just blow, like blow right through it. Hmm. I can't. You must have had a past life with a bad encounter with an eel. I just think they look like snakes, maybe. I don't know. They're different. They're unique. They they're could one. be in a puddle. They, I mean, they live anywhere. They could be aliens like You octopus. never know. And they had that weird story on CBS Sunday morning about the navigation of eels, and they don't know why they do what they do. Let me ask you this. When you go out for sushi, do you skip anything with eel sauce? Ooh, probably, mm. yeah. I do. Yeah. I don't really know if, if it's there and I don't know, I'll it. eat it. I don't care. But Same. if it's on the menu and it says, with eel sauce, I'm like, let's pick a different I'm one. I'm not going out of my <laughs> way for eel. You don't know when they're going to sneak up on you and you don't see them coming. That's right. Yeah. They're creepers. I don't know. <laughs> with you on this, Fridge. It's always fun when people cannot agree on something you thought everyone agrees on. Like eels. <laughs> I don't even know you. <laughs> Here I thought we were friends. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Cold weather is coming. Shut it out with new windows from Universal Windows Direct. Hi, it's Tim. Right now, buy one window, get one free. They also do siding, roofing, and doors. Call 513-755-1800. Check out uwdsouthwestohio.com. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Now, folks on Reddit have been arguing about what to call the two ends on a loaf of bread. Oh, yeah. I've always called it the end piece. Same. Yeah, I we call it the heels. Call, Someone, right. Yeah, remember that mm. last we had year a discussion because somebody was calling it the hoe and the heel. I had a sandwich and you, I posted a pic of a sandwich I made with that piece, and you're like, "Oh, that's the heel." That's the heel. I've never heard but that in my the life. Back end is that? Are, is the front end a heel too? They're both heels because they're different in all, the in some of loaves bread. of bread. Well, it spilled into a battle on Reddit where folks are arguing about what to call the two ends on a loaf of bread, and it turns out there are more ways to describe it than you would think. You heard Fritch uh, use the term heel. Uh, that's a very common answer. Uh, you heard me use the term end piece. That's also that's the other common answer. That almost sounds okay. kind of dirty. Is this like where you belong in the United States is what you call it? Not necessarily. It's not necessarily geographically related because you got people from different parts of the country that seem to call it the end bread or the end slice or the butt. Uh, others say it's just the crust or crust end. 
When I posted that photo, I was surprised how many people gave me crap for even eating it. They were like, we just throw that piece away. Yeah. Some people love it. That's my favorite piece. We feed it to the birds. Like, that's one of the things we go out, we frisbee it into the yard. It's just like brownies or meatloaf. You want the end piece. Oh, no, you don't. You want the crust. You want the crunchy. It's too rough. We saw the funniest thing at Longhorn the other day. You know the bread they have at Longhorn? Very good bread. The rye? Somebody at another, yes, at another table had ripped off the end and then, like, gutted it. Like, they just pulled out the soft bread from the inside of the little end that they cut off, and then they made, like, this tunnel in the rest of the bread that was still in one piece. Oh, but they funny. went in there and dug out so all of the So which piece did they soft. eat? They ate the They're middle like the part. Flesh. Okay. They, yeah, they oh, ate the middle. But I've never seen anything like it. Yeah. And they didn't, like, cut it into slices. There was the one little end cut off and then the rest of it. <laughs> and they had, like, had to dig in there to get the middle out. Kristen's you know? just the opposite. We, we were at Ruby's the other night, and she will take the crust of the bread. Mm-hmm. She'll butter that. And then she leaves this, like, circle or square of bread flesh. Oh, wow. And I'm just like, I'll eat it. Yeah. <laughs> Give it to me. I'm like her, though. I like the crunch. I like, like, if it's... I also like salt, but I she like the too. crunch. I like it all she together. She loves the crust. Um, but, you know, if you don't have any bread, if you don't have another loaf at the ready, heck yeah, I'm going to use the end pieces. Mm-hmm. I want to make a sandwich, damn it. Yeah. That's right. And if I got to suffer through the end, it's not my favorite. So let me ask you this. When you use the end piece, if I am in the savage mood where I'm going to eat it, yeah. it's like, say, you would you cut it in half? Like, do you put the hard part towards... The inside? Hard part on the outside. Really? Yeah. Oh. Flesh on the inside. I got to pretend like it's not real and just yeah. put it with like, <laughs> <laughs> on the inside. Get the mayo all no. over it to soften it up a yeah. bit maybe. Yeah, wow. And if you really want to have some fun, make make a tuna melt and toast a little bit and it makes that outer crust even crusty, crunchier and it's really good because it's know. still soft on the inside. I'm going to try to change my ways. Man. I'm just trying to open you up to a whole new <laughs> world of... Bread, bread eating. Delight, yeah. <laughs> bread, bread delight. I do love bread and butter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially yeah. mushroom, like a mushroom truffle butter. Mm-hmm. That's what I was telling you last night. We had grilled cheese sandwiches for dinner. Which when was the last time I you almost, really went in for that? Almost made that last night. It was so. Good. Yeah, simple things in life. It's bread, it's cheese. Gooey and butter. Can you make tomato soup? Yep. Dip it. Did we you cut did. it diagonal? You have to cut it diagonal if it's I don't. Cheese. I actually am a, a bit of a, this is another weird thing I do. So, like, if I have the sandwich and if I'm doing grilled cheese, I'll cut it into, like, um, strips. Strips. That's fair. Because I like to dip just a little at a time. Mm. I don't want to put the whole thing in. So, I cut it into little sections, like sticks. Yep. I get behind that. <laughs> Bread bliss. Yes. Uh, you made me think of butter. Again, I go back to Ruby's. I had a steak, and they ask you, you know, what do you want for a topping? You want the, the you know, the, the Bordelais sauce, or you want the Bernays sauce, or, you know, they have like a truffle butter or whatever that you can use. And I said, I want, th- I want that mushroom butter that you use for the bread. Ooh, nice I just use that. Put that on top. Yeah. And? Uh, it's amazing. Well, let's be real. I mean, crackers, pita, bread, steak. It's just a vehicle for butter consumption. Correct. Yeah. Not, I don't really care about the cracker. I want butter. And ranch dressing or and ranch, sour cream. Yeah, same thing. You know, <laughs> sure. Vehicles for sauces. True. <laughs> I'm a condiment girl. I get it. See, I like crackers. 
Okay, if you're on TikTok, you may have seen the 100 envelope challenge videos. The hashtag has accumulated more than 160 million views. And uh, there are several different versions, but here's the idea. You get 100 envelopes. You number them 1 to 100. On day one, you put a dollar into the first envelope. On day two, you put $2 into the second envelope. And on day three, it's $3 and so on. Until huh. the 100th day when you put $100 in there. Okay. It's a money-saving thing. Yes. Yep. And by the end, you have how much money in those 100 envelopes? I don't know, a lot. Because I've seen this, not where they do it in envelopes, but they do it in the jar. Where, like, each day you put the money in the jar and yep. it's like $12,000 or something so is, ridiculous. is the trend to just do this for savings or is the trend to see if you can guess how, what the total is? Oh, it's it's to illustrate the savings and compounding yeah. interest and all that. And by the end, you have $5,050 Holy in 100 moly. envelopes. Wow. So it's an exercise, really, to get you to save money. But the more you think about it, the less clever it seems. Uh, because a lot of people barely make $5,000 in three months, so they don't have the option of stuffing that loose cash in an envelope. It's like it's, easy in the beginning. Yeah, you know, the first 30 days right. might like, be pretty simple. I just put $90 in that envelope yesterday. <laughs> now I got to put 91 in it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Plus, it would require you to go to the bank and get cash. I yeah. would just like, just Venmo yourself every yeah. day. Dude, I got to pay my rent. I yeah. can't keep doing this. Exactly. So there's no real magic happening there. Plus, it's bad. Loaded. While it's workable for the first few weeks, by the final week, you're going to need $679, which is about $100 a day. And the money is not accruing interest. It's not like you're earning a big amount of interest on that money in three months. But some online savings accounts are offering 3% interest these days. So on a full $5,000, that's more than $12 a month. And it's risky to just have a bunch of envelopes of cash sitting around, especially if you're broadcasting what you're doing on social media. Mm-hmm. So this, while this can be a nice way to force yourself to save money, if you have a decent income and uh, you're just spending too much, then... Well, think about it. Like if you go and stop and get a $5 sandwich or breakfast or coffee or something every single day, you could cut that out mm-hmm. for a month. Now, there's also a better version that a few people are doing, and it goes like this. You number the 100 envelopes, drop them in a box. Each week, pick out two envelopes at random. And that's how much money you put in there. And save the amount of money on just those two. Okay, but that sucks if two days in a row you pick the 100 and the 99. Isn't that funny? Yeah. After, <laughs> so after 50 weeks or about one year, you will have saved... $5,050. But that's more fun. They say that's more fun because it's random. you don't know what two envelopes, right, you're going to come up each week. And now, it's also more sustainable because at, at most it's $199 in one week. And the challenge is spreading it out over a whole year. And you should consider banking it. And at the end, then, do you get to go buy yourself something really nice? No, you're no. supposed to invest. To celebrate the event that you <laughs> saved all that money. Look at all this money I have. Oh, oh, I got to get rid of it. I don't something. want it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, quick break. Coming up, secret sound. Sound number three. Uh, I got to see if I got a clue. Yeah. Oh, I do have a clue. I gave it to you. Yeah, I should have revealed that in the Facebook Live video this morning. But I didn't. 
So we'll reveal it here coming up next on Cincinnati's Q102. Denise. Taylor is in need of a second date update this morning, and we're going to try to help him out. Hey, Taylor. Hey. Oh, sorry. I that up. (laughs) I thought you were a guy, Taylor. I saw Taylor and Devin on here, and I just assumed you were the guy. (laughs) No problem. I do know men and women, both named Taylor, both named Devin. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, so tell us about your date with Devin, how you met and all that good stuff, and we'll go from there. Sure. Um, I met him on Christian Mangle, Mm -hmm. and I don't know. I've just been, like, really losing it. Like, like when I met him, I was like, okay, I met this nice guy, what I was looking for, essentially. He has strong faith, lives by strong Christian values. He was kind of, like, checking all the boxes. And I thought we were getting to know each other pretty well. We went out three times. And maybe I made a huge mistake. Like, without going into any personal details, obviously, he did stay over at my place on the third date. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really felt like we connected and felt the same way about everything, like family, politics, like what we want out of life and everything. And it's rare. I mean, it was it was like everything. So it was one of those things where I would say something, he'd be like, you know, me too, whatever. We'd laugh and laugh. And I was starting to think like, okay, this could be my next husband, you know? Oh, wow. Yeah. I Your mean, next I've been married husband. once. Yeah. Well, okay. yeah, I've been married once and he um, he died in an accident. Mm. Oh, no. Um, I'm sorry. So... Yeah, I know what it's like to be in a good relationship, and I've been really picky about the men that I date. So the morning after our last date, I'd made, like, omelets and coffee, and he hung out for a little while, and he kissed me goodbye and said he'd talk to me later, but he never called or texted or, like, responded to any of the texts that I sent him. So I don't know what happened, but I'm just, like, so upset about it. So are you regretting now, maybe sleeping with him, feeling like maybe that was a mistake? Yeah, and, like, maybe, like, you know, like I said, we talked about all of these things, and we were really on the same page with everything. So in that way, I felt comfortable with it just because, like, we both are very strong in our faith and everything. But I don't know if now maybe he regrets that or he's freaking out, and I'm just, like, worried that. I might have made that that was the mistake, and that's why he's not reaching out. Yeah, it depends on what everyone's individual lines are. I mean, I know a guy who he won't even make out with you unless he thinks you're someone he can spend the rest of his life with. Like, he he takes it super slow. Yeah. I mean, I was feeling that way. It felt like the natural thing to do in the moment, so you done did it. Well, and he was a willing participant. Absolutely. There's that. Yeah. All right. Any other pertinent details you think we need to know before we take the break? I don't think so. All right. Then we'll leave it there. When we come back, we'll call Devin and see what he thought of his, what, th- you said three dates, right? Yeah. And whether or not there will be a fourth as Second Date Update continues next. But Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. <laughs> All right, Taylor's been out with Devin a few times. She met him on Christian Mingle because she was looking for someone who had a strong faith and same Christian values that 
she holds dear. And they discovered they have a lot in common when it comes to their outlook on family values and politics. It just seemed to her that this was someone she could seriously spend the rest of her life with and be her next husband. Her first husband passed away tragically. And so she's back out there. And she's not going to settle. She knows what a good relationship looks like, feels like. And, uh, yeah, is looking for that again. Yeah, and there's a lot of promise here with Devin, or at least she thought there was. Uh, He did stay over after their third date, which now she's questioning. But everything seemed fine for the most part the next morning. She made breakfast. They had omelets and coffee. And there was a kiss goodbye, but no response from him since then. This is frustrating because it not sounds so sure. good. Yeah, I'm not sure how traditional you are, but did you wait for him to send you a text of, of anything or did you just reach out first and then you didn't hear anything or how did that play out? I waited. I waited for a little bit and then I reached out. And nothing? Yeah. Okay, let's call Devin. Hello. Hi, is this Devin? Yes, it is. Devin, it's Jeff and Jen, along with Fritch and Tim at Q102. How are you this morning? Oh, okay. I'm good. And you? We're doing all right. Thanks for asking. We spoke with someone about you this morning. I know it seems kind of weird getting a phone call from a radio station, but we have a mutual friend. Her name is Taylor. And I understand you, you guys have hung out a few times and... I guess it's been a bit since you two have connected, and we just wanted to check in on you and see how life is treating you and what you got going on. (laughs) Um, Okay. I guess things are good. Good. I do remember, Taylor. Yeah, Um, it's been a while. Any any particular reason? Have you just been busy? um, (laughs) (laughs) Sorry to put you on the spot here, Devin, but she's quite fond of you, and was hoping that there might be some potential there for a long-term relationship. Oh, wow. I don't think so. Uh-oh. I wouldn't. Yeah, I, I don't think so. I mean, she really did think that you guys were just clicking on every single level. What, what on your end didn't go quite right? Well, things were going good. You know, and then the, you know, we had a couple of dates and then the third date we had, um, we, um, you know, we, hooked we, up. we got, we got in. Yeah, yeah exactly. Okay. We, we hooked up. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, you know, I, I think this could be a good lesson for her because, <laughs> you know, you can't claim to be. You know, a good Christian girl with good Christian values. Oh, dude. And then, you know, sleep with a guy and that's a third date. You can't you say don't. that. You just don't, though. You know, so that was it Are for you me. Are kidding me? You were a willing participant. Yeah, you right. are. This is not nice. You were there, too. What does that say about your Christian values? Yeah, I'm, you know, I, we're just talking about her here. Oh. Yeah, like I'm I'm looking for someone who lives where she preaches. So what was that supposed to be some kind of test? Well, every date is a test, isn't it? 
This is just shade, man. I mean, mm. the hypocrisy here, man. I, I was just going to say intense. that. It, you're like most people who have to de- declare, I'm a Christian, look at me. And then they're the biggest ones doing the what biggest sinners. <laughs> just walk the walk. You don't have to tell everybody. Well, some are. Some, yeah. right. Yeah. I'm just saying. Wow. Hmm. And Devin, you're sure this is legit? Is the only reason there's nothing else at play here? There wasn't something else that you discovered or learned about her or didn't like that you found to be a turnoff, and you're just using this as an excuse? Oh no, no, no! I'm not so good. Mm. How do you rationalize, though? How do, how do you rationalize your part in this? The fact that you were there too and you did the exact same thing as she did and you claim to have the same Christian values that you say you're looking for in a woman. How do you excuse your part? Hey, all I know is, you know, I was at her place. She Mm. was in control. That is just not great. Hmm. I just keep there's thinking a lot of guys Cat, that, this I mean this he's not that unusual there's a lot of guys that live by that double standard oh they sleep around and then want to marry a virgin uh, well it's different because <laughs> she's a woman <laughs> right you know, it's different for me I yeah mean, oh yeah. this yeah. is just wrong though man I'm so sorry Taylor thank you yeah it's so it's just so disappointing yeah I'm sorry but in the end it's for the best this uh, is a gift right? this is good we found out now Obviously. we know yeah. Okay. Well, good luck. Yep. Appreciate you taking the call, Devin. Good luck to you. All right. Thank you. Okay. And uh, Taylor, we're here for you anytime. Thanks, guys. Appreciate All right. Good it. luck out there. Thanks. You bet. You ain't nothing Yeah. That was appropriate. So, if we can ever do a second date update for you, shoot us an email, Jeff and Jen at WKRQ.com. Coming up, your shot at $1,000, the 1K letter of the day, is next. Hey, Jamie, how are you? I'm good. How are you guys? I'm so happy to just see sun outside right now. I, I'm beside myself. Yes, it is very nice. It's yeah. glorious. I isn't see it? sun. I see, sh- well, I don't see the sun, but I see the shadows. <laughs> Plus, the it's sun around on the, the other corner. side of the building. Yes. Yeah. And Groundhog Day is tomorrow. That's right. So Hopefully, okay. it sees its shadow, right? That's what we wanted to see. Right? Hopefully. But I also, yes. they broke down the statistics on how often Punxsutawney Phil is correct, and it's like 48%. So it's I not. He so I guess it really him. doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a new Punxsutawney. How long ago did that, uh, who dropped Oh, the other the, guy retire? The, the, well, who, who killed the, <laughs> wasn't there a politician that, the dropped the, that dropped the gopher, that dropped What? It? Is this real? I don't think he died, though. I think it died. I don't want to talk drop? about this anymore. For being dropped on its head. Are you serious? Oh, yes. No Wait. I don't remember when this happened, Hold but on. it happened. There was a politician that was holding it's the groundhog, uh, and the groundhog squirrel, like squirmed, squirmed out, of his, out of his hands, fell, didn't die right away, but died like a day or two later. Oh, God. Right. Groundhog hospice. See, after something like that, I would just shut it down. I mean, they should have shut it down. It's like, ago. well, only professionals who know what they're doing should handle the groundhogs. Yeah. That's definitely men in top hats. Right. <laughs> right? Oh, my God. I always have felt sorry Here's for Here's a little thing. fast fact for you. The movie Groundhog's Day with uh, Bill Murray, which I believe his birthday is today, is 30 years old this week. Really? Wow. 30. I don't know. It looks like they do have some new groundhogs there. Dog, groundhog dogs. Might be a new groundhog. Ah. This one might Punxsutawney. have a better record. Right. Punxsutawney Phyllis. 
Oh, my right. goodness. I don't know. i got to look this up now. I didn't know he died. I'm well, writing a letter. So sad. <laughs> well, it may not have been Punxsutawney Phil. It might have been another groundhog somewhere else. But I oh. swear to God, it's a real story. Gotcha. Boy, you would think if something like that happened on live TV and then the, the groundhog died a day or two later, the world would be calling for an end to that. You would think so. You would think that people would get on top of things. Right. All right. Yeah. So. Here we go. Let's try to win you $1,000, shall we? Jamie loves calling into this show because we solve the problems of the world. That's right. She's like, I got nothing to do for half an hour. I'll just call Jeff and Jen. It looks like it might have been Milltown Mel. Is that who it was? Milltown Milltown Mel? Mel? Oh, man. In Milltown, New Jersey. Oh, so that was a different ceremony. It was a different, yes. It says Milton. But it was, Mel. wasn't it a politician? Last year, it doesn't say that it was a politician, but I think maybe... Um, Everything's a little rougher in Jersey. A local passed. community dignitary of some sort. <laughs> hey, Jamie, you have the yeah. letter S. Oh, look at that. Oh, wow. S. That's a good one. As S- in... What, I'm sorry? Sam? Yes, yeah, Sam. Okay, Snake. cool. Stop right. this groundhog madness. <laughs> Silliness. Yes. So All right. We got 30 seconds on the clock, and I will not start the timer until Jen is finished asking the first question. There we go with the letter S. Name something you pay cash for. Uh, salami. Something sweet. Um, Snickers. Something white. Uh, Silverado. A college. Um, Samson. A salad ingredient. Uh, salad. Something you sign. Uh, signature. Something you kick. Soccer ball. An animal. Um, uh, Sasquatch. A street. Uh, Simon. A name. Uh, Sam. She's got it! All right, well, let's, let's go through them. We got to go through We got to get, get the judges' ears in and make oh. sure all of these are legit I'll answers. tell you what, oh, no. though. We need to audit the answers. <laughs> you aren't <laughs> kidding. I always pay cash for salami. Yes. <laughs> I right. did like the exact, so, I mean, the honest answer was snake, but man, you went right for Sasquatch. Well, <laughs> and we just had the story this morning that it's, they're saying that what we think is Sasquatch is actually a black a bear. bear. Black bear, yeah. yeah. There we go. All right. Oh, my God, Jamie. Something you paid cash for, she Salami. said. Salami. Something sweet. Snickers. Something white. Silverado. A college. Samson. A salad ingredient. Salad. Something you sign. Signature. Signature. That was oh, that's, that's brilliant. Uh-huh. That was so great. Sure. <laughs> Something you kick. Soccer ball. An animal. Sasquatch. Sasquatch. A street. Uh, Simon, did she say Simon Street or something? I, did. Yeah. I think so. And a name, Sam. Sam. I think she's. Oh got my it. God, this is awesome! I think she's got it. Yay! Nice <laughs> I have tried so many times. This is literally like my tenth time trying. So well, you awesome. nailed it. You nailed it today. And happy Yay. Groundhog's Day. Dreams do come true, Jamie. Yay. Right. It's all that time we wasted talking about Groundhog. It was. I just kind of like odor money. <laughs> well, I'm going to put you on hold, and uh, Fritz is going to see uh, what our account balance is and uh, how we're going to make this happen. We might have to... Roll the pennies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll figure it out. That's all right. Jen's got a little available credit on her card. We'll Let's see what we by. can do. I don't know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're just getting past Christmas. 
Oh, boy. Yeah, we'll see. All right. <laughs> We're going to put you on hold. Okay, thanks. Have a great rest of your day, and congratulations. That was good you work. Too. Thank you. Take it easy. It is 826 with Jeff and Jen. Let's check the roads. We got Denise Johnson standing by here with your latest Q102 traffic. announced that the Batman 2 starring Robert Pattinson will be released in October of 2025. Not to be outdone, Marvel just announced that there's eight new movies coming out tomorrow and you have to see them all. Kids missed about 35% of a normal year's worth of learning during the coronavirus pandemic. Said kids, oh my God, that's more than half a year. <laughs> Guys, get this. I read that Whole Foods is asking suppliers to lower their prices. Ooh. Yeah, we've gotten to the point where even Whole Foods can't afford Whole Foods. <laughs> the UK announced uh, plans to improve its environment and hopes to restore at least 1.2 million acres of wildlife habitat to protect rare species like hedgehogs, and red squirrels, because if those die out, it could mean the end of the traditional English breakfast. So there's a website that... I just got worried. I'm sorry. I'm interrupting this story for a breaking news bulletin from TMZ. Tom Brady says he is retiring for good. Oh, wow. I just saw that pop up on the TV, and I was wondering oh, wow. if it was just a good teaser, if it was real. Yeah. Wow. Uh, he tweeted it out. He says, truly grateful on this day. Thank you. For good? You really believe that? He says he's retiring for good. You know, he has, I think, a $135 million deal with Fox or someone, right? To Page be a broadcast. commentator or something like oh, that. Oh, please replace Tony Romo. Hey, Jeff, <laughs> Jeff I'm going to email you the Twitter link if you want to play it because it's him talking. Oh, he uh, actually play, said it? Yeah, he's he's um, saying a message to his fans. Oh, Tom. It's that is a bummer. Fifth, I would have liked to have you know, seen him. About 53 seconds. Go sides. out on top. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but how about that? It's the same weekend that his movie comes out with all the women. With the ladies. For Brady. What specifically about Tony Romo do you hate so much? Oh, he just doesn't. St- it's the rambling and the, the it's he's all over the place. Is it the and, flip-flopping? And the, the, yeah, it's just, it's. It, it's exhausting to listen to at times. And it's not that I... Tony Romo went to my alma mater. They it's retired his jersey like at Eastern Illinois University. It's not that I I don't, you know, like the guy. Or but isn't that from, their job to fill the well, silence I don't know. in a game? Well, I don't know. I feel like Nance doesn't get a... Can hardly get a word in edgewise. Yeah, but he's not supposed to do color. Nance isn't supposed to do color. He's just doing the play-by-play. Tony Romo's supposed to fill the rest with... He over, I think he overfills. Yeah. He overfills. I was wrong. It's $375 million with Fox. It's a 10 oh, year, is that all? 10-year, $375 million deal with Fox Sports. I mean, what does he have to look forward to, you know? Well, it's interesting because, I mean, he's never done any commentating. So what if he's not any good at it? What if he gets in there and yeah, I know. for whatever I reason, if he sucks? I mean, that's a big, what kind of, do they have some sort of out? Man, Patrick not Mahomes. Any good? There's always He's the out, man. Jen. It's yeah. called getting fired. And Joe Burrow's good, too. Yeah. The only thing I don't like about Tony Romo is I feel like sometimes he doesn't give the Bengals enough credit. I feel like maybe that's just because I'm a super fan. But I remember not I'm sure this, every Bengals fan in the not world Not this feels past it. game, but the game before. He said something along the lines of, like, 
I finally now believe in the hype of blah, blah, blah. Like, it only took him this long to to feel the hype. It's like, come on, dude. Is there a color commentator you like? I mean, everybody hates Chris Collinsworth, too. Like, n- n- nobody likes any of these guys. Yeah, I like Tariq, Tariccio. Isn't that his name? Uh, oh, Mike Tariccio. I like him. Yeah. And I like uh, Dave Lapham. Whoa! <laughs> 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 Dan yeah. Hart. Uh, you know, I do love Dave Lapham. How I love excited people he gets, that yeah. love us. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here is Tom Brady. Making his big announcement on Twitter. Good morning, guys. I'll get to the point right away. I'm retiring for good. I know the process uh, was a pretty big deal last time. So when I woke up this morning, I figured I'd just press record and let you guys know first. So I uh, won't be long-winded. Like you only get one super emotional retirement essay, and I used mine up last year. So... Uh, really, thank you guys so much to every single one of you for supporting me. My family, my friends, my teammates, my competitors. Uh, I could go on forever. There's too many. Um, thank you guys for allowing me to live my absolute dream. I wouldn't change a thing. Love you all. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. Does he have a filter? He's fighting back tears. He is like, is that a filter on him? Because he looks like so. so. he's only eaten amazing. sprouts for the last eleven years. <laughs> yeah, no so. kidding. I need a yeah. sprout filter. <laughs> wow, he looks great. He does. Some emotion on him. Beautiful. Uh, he's, he's on the beach. His teeth are so pretty. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, speaking yeah. that up. That's the picture of health right there. You know. So uh, Giselle is reportedly uh, in talk. Talks. In talks to uh, do the Vanity Fair cover story about her split with Tom. So that'll be interesting. So, an in-depth sort of thing. I bet I bet it's some kind of conscious uncoupling from what oh. I know about the pair. And you know what? He retired one year ago today. This is the anniversary so this of it? Is, yes. Yeah. Mm. So one of my best friends interviewed to be Giselle Bunchen's personal assistant, and she got down to the final two. So she actually, like, met with her and interviewed with Giselle and got all the juice and got, well, got a good feel, you know, of who they are and what their lifestyle is like. And tell us, more. um, well, I mean, it, it, it's pretty much, they are very spiritual people. They have a, a guy that they, how do they call, I forget what they call him. A guru. No, they don't call him their guru, but he, he's like their advisor. spiritual advisor kind of guy. And um, he did all the preliminary interviewing and was just making sure that whoever they hired kind of had the same mindset and the same way of viewing the world. And uh, it's it's a very, they're a very like spiritual pair. So, well, It'll I wonder if now that Tom has retired for good, if there's any chance of him and Giselle getting back together again. Mm-hmm. I don't Maybe. know. Is there any? Never say is, never. Is it too late for him to try to go back and repair that relationship? I don't know. And now, here's my other thing. You said that she's in negotiation with Vanity Fair or that it's been done and they're going to release the interview. Uh, let me pull up my notes here. Because I well, thought I thought it was done and it was I, happening. I thought it was done too. And if that's the case, I want to yeah. get a follow up comment. 
Yeah, it says reportedly uh, talk, talk in depth about her split with Tom she Brady and an upcoming. Yeah, uh, I think it depends on Jeff how much he de- he is going to be involved with Fox Sports. Like, it's, you know, it's one thing for him to leave the game like that and not have to practice and, you know, all this stuff. But how much is he really going to be involved with whatever it is he's going to be doing? Is he going to be doing play-by-play every weekend or is he just going to be like someone that talks during the week? He's going to sit at the desk during halftime and do the halftime report. Where, where's whatnot. Gronk been showing up this year? TV commercials. Yeah, yeah but he's no, he's been doing CBS. CBS. Yeah. He was out there with the, what's his name that does the He's been Good doing America. quite a bit of talking. Strahan. He's yeah. trying to get in, oh, insurance from uh, the armed forces. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He did the halftime for the Bengals, right? Wasn't he there? Or was it the other game? I can't remember. I remember he it's was It's all on the running halftime. together. Because he's so tall. And then they put him next to someone like Aaron Andrews or one of the other female reporters. And he's like seven foot tall. And they're like five. I do wish that they would walk around with a block or something for the women to, to stand oh, like on. Because, or something. right, that reporter that was talking to Joe Burrow when he said, you know, better send those refunds. All we could see was the top of his head because he's, he's looking down at her and leaning down so he can hear what she's saying. Mm-hmm. If she were up on a block, we could see his pretty face. When so you get says, a real sense of his massiveness right. though, in those shots. Yeah, totally. It'll be interesting to see what he does, though. So how long after you and Fun Robbie were over, do you think Fun Robbie had before, you know, like if he had come back to you and said, Jen, you know, I was a fool, I want to... I don't know what I was thinking. I don't know what's gotten into me. I just, all I know is I just, I want, I love you and I want to be with you and I'm willing to do whatever it takes. Yeah. Will you please take me back? How long do you think Fun Robbie had after you two split up that he could have come back to you? He was done. He was done the minute I found out where he went after me. And she's the one that got away, guys. There was no hope. <laughs> with all her stuff. With He took that PlayStation. He took stuff. <laughs> your vacuum And he cleaner. went with that hoe. Yeah. Who was it? Who was the hoe? <sighs> I forget her name. Dawn. She's right. forgotten. Did she work at the bar? No. Doesn't Dawn. it kind of depend on how they break up with you, though? Do you guys feel? I mean, I always feel like. The way that it ended, if you are a habitual liar or whatever, but if we just grew apart and changed lives, then sometimes down the road... There might be a door that could open back up there. Well, if Jen is right, and Tom and Giselle did what what we call a conscious uncoupling, an amicable, Mm -hmm. respectful, conscious uncoupling, a la Chris Martin and Gwyneth Paltrow... Look at them now. Can Mm -hmm. you consciously reunite? Absolutely. You betcha. You know, I think uh, there's a possibility like to think there. That that damage isn't done. That bridge hasn't been as, burned as down. long. Well, you know, we don't really know the circumstances of the split, so it'll be interesting to see what Giselle says. Who knows? Maybe Giselle's been sleeping with the jujitsu guy for years, and Decades. maybe these rumors about Tom having a thing going with his personal trainer. Maybe that's a real story so too. Tom goes to Giselle and says, "Honey, I was a complete fool." Mm-hmm. I don't know what I was thinking. I just, you know, I was trying to hold on to something that clearly its time had passed. Mm-hmm. My ego got in the way. I lost sight. I lost track of what's important. And I realize now I had to go through this to realize that I, I only want to be with you. 
I want to spend the rest of my life with you. I want to be a husband to you, and I want to I want to be a really present, involved parent to our children. Will you please consider taking me back into your life and stop banging the jujitsu instructor <laughs> and be with me, Tom Brady? Well, here's the thing: Why did she want him to quit football? Was it that he was gone so much, or was it she was worried about his health and well-being from all of the kids he's been taking over the years? Because if it's from him being gone she, so much, she was worried. She said, "I'm worried about." This is what I think. I think she was worried about his well-being, and it was just time. She sensed it. She knew. The wife always knows. The, the wife always knows before the husband. Honey, it's time for you to change it. Yeah, and that's why we have to plant a seed and then let it become your big idea. Exactly right. Which is what this past year <laughs> has been stuck all about for, for a them. while. <laughs> and then, he, you know, he lost, then, uh, he lost well, his way. But here's the thing. If it's about him being with the family and spending more time with the family, guess what? He's going to be gone an awful lot with this $375 million deal with Fox. Yeah. It's not like he's going to be home and be able to go That's places and saying. do things. That's what I'm so, but honey, I got to earn a living. Like a man needs to have oh, a job. I know. How am I supposed to pay Come the rent, on. honey? A man needs to have a, a job to go a to purpose. Live or well, here's the purpose. thing: people need a purpose. I mean, this is why people will work their whole lives, retire, and then die two years later because they they lose their purpose. So everybody needs a purpose of some kind, and if his purpose is playing football. Or being involved in the world of football, he needs to do that. Mm. I don't well, know. Well, he can't play football anymore. That's out. Yeah, but he could I mean, coach. He could have. Yeah, he could I be a he scout. Could. He could be a coordinator. I mean, there's so many things he could still do. Yeah, if he if he loves it, right? And is able is good at it. I think they're done. I don't think you're going to see them together. No chance of these two getting on. back together again. Now, never I'm say never. Say we no. just don't. Know. Maybe in okay. in a decade, but nah. Right. Not not anytime God, soon. You could tell he was really sad, though, letting it go. That was hard. Yeah, I mean, and I get he, it. He done, but he could. I mean, have you ever done it. something that you really loved and you knew it was the very last time you were going to do it? I mean, you just knew this is it. It's like for athletes, whether it's high school or college, when you play your very last game and you know that this is the last time that I'm going to do this, it right. is really sad. Oh, I mean, we've witnessed It is really that. hard. Oh, yeah. yeah. When to people do. retire from radio, it's hard. Yeah. It's right. like, this is my very last show. This is, I mean. It's going to happen to all of us tough. someday. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a quick break. It's uh, 8.43, and Denise Johnson is standing by here with your latest Q102 traffic. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.